0: Hey, hey, welcome to Playboys Extra. I'm the dean, joined again by Mireya, and we're going to talk about more Lorca. Mireya, which play are we doing today?
1: The House of Bernarda Alba. La Casa de Bernarda Alba.
0: Yeah, the House of Bernarda Alba. This one's written just a couple of years after the last one that we did. Um, which do you like better out of the two? I
1: think La Casa de Bernarda Alba, the House of Bernarda Alba, is stronger. Okay. I like it, but like I said, Bernarda Alba is, for me, I think it's better. Like Bernarda Alba, you know, it's a, that woman.
0: <laughs> yes, she's a very strong character. I, I, I like the first one, even just the title, like the blood wedding, like that's, that's the pinnacle of, of that kind of romantic literature, you know, and the, the fact that it ends with the, with the deaths is, you know, but maybe something similar would happen here, who knows, so... Germana's persona this time, it's Bernarda herself, she's 60 years old, Um, as a side character we have her 80 year old mother, so she's still alive, Maria Josefa, Um, and then she has a range of daughters, all between 20 and 40, Um, not all of them are all, you know, are as important as the others, but I'll just quickly name them all, the oldest, Angustias, then we have Magdalena, Amelia, um, Martirio, and the youngest, 20 years old, Adela. And um, now we also have her friend, brook servant, 60 years old, same age as her, uh, Pontia. her 50-year-old maid, and then there's another friend, Prudence, who comes in at one point, who's also 50. And um, so the ages are given for all those characters. And then there's a few other women who pop in now and again, but that, those, are the, those are the main characters. So they're all named, more or less, this time, apart from some of the minor characters.
1: We are missing someone. Doesn't talk but he's in the like another yeah.
0: character. interestingly, not listed here, but there's there's Pepe el, el Romano. Pepe el Romano. So
1: Pepe's there is Pepe. a male character. <laughs> what?
0: Well, tell me this before we get into it, just for one minute. So Lorca is a is a man, but all of these because I've read four of these plays now. They're all mostly about women with strong female characters. Not not like in a feminist way. They're sort of very traditional. But uh, why does he write so much about about female characters in this place?
1: He was impressed by the the female figure. um, That's it. I don't think, I mean, you know, the feminism wasn't like a big movement at the moment, but I could consider Lorca kind of feminist. You think so? Yeah, I mean... All the women represent a really important um, paper in the, in the society and they obey what they the society expects from them. But at the same time, they're so strong. Sometimes they go against what they expect. Like we saw in the pride. We are going to see here you in Yerma.
0: Yeah. Well, they're strong, but even Yerma, she's obsessed with having a kid and her barrenness, you know. I would like to see the, well, look, one person's not going to change the world, right? The, the world that they're in, that's their role. So I, I guess they, they, they can only do so much. Okay. So another three-act play, 1936, um, La Casa de Bernarda Alba. We open with Pontia and the maid. So Pontia's position is interesting. She does seem to be a servant, but she's also, she's not on the same level as the maid like she is also a friend to Bernarda and they've been together many years. Um, but the maid is her little confidant and they do like to have a little moan about Bernarda together sometimes as well. And they do that twice. And and the first time is the opening, the opening scene. Um, and then they say, "Put Ponzi says, the maid, grab yourself some food. So today she's not going to notice because there's more stuff going on. Um, it's the funeral today. So she's distracted. Um,
1: just preparing the house. It's her a, husband's funeral, right? It's the funeral of uh, Bernarda's husband. Yeah. Okay. Um, Poncia and mate are preparing the house for their
0: guests. For the guests, yeah. And they're worried that everything needs to be... And they joke around, you know, about how perfect the house has to be, but get everything scrubbed up and get it all ready. And if she finds out we're not working, she'll pull her hair out and... All this kind of thing. So, first things we hear about Bernarda are not good things. <laughs> and they even say to hell with her at one point, and then the maids just look to Poncia, she has been good to you, which, I think to a point she has been, but Poncia mentions that, you know, it's been 30 years of serving her, so... May she roast in hell, she actually says, so I guess they're not really that friendly. And <laughs> um, But I'm a good dog, I bark when she tells me to, and I think she... She keeps up appearances. She does what she has to do. What else is she gonna do at this point? You know, you've been someone serving for 30 years, where are you gonna go? <laughs> you know, so and as we say, like she does have a more privileged position than the maid does, for example. You know.
1: So. something that from the first scene like impressed me was the the maid when she's saying Antonio Maria Benavides uh that you are dead and now you cannot just pull up my my skirt
0: that's right I couldn't remember where that happened yeah she mentions now the husband can't um pull up my skirt behind the behind the barn again or something like he like he used to do yeah and that doesn't go anywhere but it is an extra little detail and I mean in these plays like I, I mentioned Lorca's depiction of women in a very stereotypical way but he also depicts men in a very typical way they're they're big and manly and hardworking, but they're really not nice to the girls and they like to you know womanize them and cheat and also sometimes well he's pulling up her skirts whether she wants it or not so there might be an element of like kind of sexual abuse in there it that's the that's the that's the society that it's depicted right traditional women who are almost scared of men at times
1: when you're a servant for a family, that's what normally happens.
0: Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> I mean,
1: that's something that's happened a lot in the history. You can see in a lot of famous people that the specific relationship they have with the servants.
0: Wow. Well, Bernarda comes in now and um, starts to complain. Is the lemonade ready? And you know what is everything? What's going on? And get you know tells them off to, to, to hurry up and things like that. Um. Now, they mention that the men are drinking in the yard and here they first mention Pepe El Romano and he's drinking with them, um, with all the, the other men. So that's fine. Um, They don't... Well, we'll find out... We'll, we'll leave it for now. We'll find out more about him later. But he seems to be the only eligible bachelor in the whole town or at least that this family are aware of. <laughs> um so now we get some i guess hymns a bit a bit of religious singing I and mean, it is a funeral so you're going to get a little bit of that um a little bit of religious um patter rest in peace and so forth
1: yeah something which probably
0: yeah very very catholic stuff um happening here and then some unnamed women say look don't worry you're not going to lack food on your table on a roof for your daughters so that's that's fine and to, they say give the men, um, the men bring some money, you know, to help the family out and they, they give them some brandy as a little thank you. It's but,
1: for, for paying the... Uh, for the prayers, I guess. Yeah, Exactly, on the mess. for the, I'm hoping
0: that they use it to feed the family, but, you know, maybe I'm naive. Um, <laughs> they're
1: rich, I mean, that's what Bernardo is always saying, Like they're kind of rich. Yeah, yeah,
0: I suppose. But with the husband dead now, I I don't know. if. Well, we'll find out in a moment, actually, as well, if they're really rich or not. Um, And the interesting thing is she doesn't want them in the house. She's kind of like, well, take this brandy to them outside. Like, I don't want them all dirtying my house. So to let everyone come in here. (laughs) And then when when the women leave, they even complain, look what they've done to the floor. And Poncia cleans it. She doesn't get the maid to do it. So this is the moment where I first realised okay, when Bernard is there, she is still just a servant. I think with the maid, she takes a kind of higher position, like she's Bernard's friend, but now when Bernard is there, she's like, okay, I'm going to get done and clean this, so I am just a servant at the end of the day. Um, one of the daughters gives Bernarda a fan, and she complains that you should only give me a black fan because it's a sad day. Don't give me a colourful fan, so not superstitious nonsense there. but
1: mm, The colours. In this display, the colours and the fan is so important. But the colours it was a red fan,
0: wasn't it? Or uh, no with red and green flowers.
1: And green. Green is I uh, think we said before it represents the death again for Lorca. There's a lot of things that represent the death. Yes, I um, said the passion, the sexual feeling. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not this the best thing you can wear for the a funeral, but the colours are so important. Okay. We so, will see the after with Adela and the, the dress that she puts that is green.
0: Okay, see, these are details that I miss, um, that I don't necessarily pick up on. So, now they talk about, we've got, you know, to go into mourning. Now, this is crazy. Bernardo says we have eight years of mourning ahead of us. And no fresh air from the street will get into our house. We're going to be bricked up for eight years. Because that's what the previous generation did. So that's what we're doing. And um, my Delena says, well, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I don't want to be stuck up in here. And I don't want to spend eight years embroidering. She's like, oh, you'll keep busy. You'll embroider like, for, for the next eight years.
1: You know, and they they are, all of their daughters are single. And I mean the the oldest is for almost 40 so she needs to get married now it's yeah like 80.
0: i mean even the youngest is 20 which would have been of marriageable age in that <coughs> society anyway so the, the you know that's that's the youngest you know um and my is damn all women because bernardo explains that this is what being a woman is about apparently just having a horrible life um but bernardo's perpetuating this you know, she's the one causing it. She's like, "Women have a hard life." It's like, "Yeah, but you're the one making it hard." <laughs> you know, I don't know why.
1: Because that's what they did in the family, and that's what they have to do, and they will have to do. Yeah, future. yeah.
0: And these daughters should do the same, I guess, if they ever have kids, and it should just go in a, in a horrible cycle. And um, shes you can't go run to your father anymore, you know, he's gone. So now it's what I say goes. And Bernarda is a is a proper tyrant. Um, so. Reminded me a little bit of La Casa de los Espíritus. Um, was it
1: that
0: one? One of the Latin American books anyway, where the, the, there's a bit of tyranny. Okay. But anyway.
1: Uh, maybe Como Agua para Chocolate? I thought
0: that. I was going to say that, but then I thought, hold on, is that not just the one where they had recipes? So I get really confused. But it was, yeah. It was Como Agua para Chocolate. They had recipes, but then also they had this kind of t- tyrannizing. Yeah, you're right. It was. Okay. So, Martirio refers to the grandmother as a wicked old woman. So, this is interesting. They keep the grandmother locked in a room, basically. <laughs> why? And she's banging and she wants out, and they're just like, no, keep her locked in a room. This 80 year old woman, like, they don't even want her at the funeral in case people see her. I don't know why they hate her. Like, I don't. Like, Bernarda is asking for so much respect from her daughters while showing her mother none.
1: <laughs> I mean,. Her mother is a kind of crazy.
0: <laughs> Maybe later we'll see that the mother's losing her mind a bit. But even so, the way they treat her is really not good. And um, they don't let her... They basically keep her imprisoned in a room forever. Like, that's... It's, and She
1: says... The, the daughter's in prison with the eight years, so... And um, yeah, the
0: daughter's are in prison, too, effectively. Now the, the maid, you know, says, oh, the old woman says that all you give her to eat is dog food and dishwater. And they say, oh, she's wicked. But I'm like... That can be true, though, because, like, I don't like Bernardo right now, and I-, I wouldn't put it past her.
1: <laughs> no one likes Bernardo.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. So, they mention, okay, the men are gone right now, and they complain because... Well, basically, because Angustias, the oldest daughter, is interested in men. And it's like the day of their father's funeral, and it's not really an appropriate time to be talking about men or thinking about men or or running after men. So Bernard is angry with her um, for that, and Poncia tries to put in a good word for her and says, "Look, don't worry. She didn't. She wasn't thinking it through. She didn't mean any offence. Um, so don't don't worry." Poncia and Bernarda talk. Um, they heard some men saying some crass things and Bernarda is kind of like, oh, and my daughter's overheard that? These like shameful things? Like, this is terrible. Like These poor innocent 40-year-old women, you know? I like, can't, can't let them overhear these men talking about their their, their crude things. You know? <laughs> They're just and insane.
1: And Gustas is single, so she shouldn't hear about But at her
0: age Bernarda was married with kids so the fact that she's protecting her little girls is insane you know but they mentioned she's 39 she's never had a sweetheart um, and Poncia says if you'd moved somewhere else you would have got more men but then you would be poor in that area you're only rich here. And Bernard is kind of like, hold your spiteful tongue. And she's like, oh, yeah, I can't say anything in this house. But she can. She always says something a lot of the time. And then it's like, oh, I, I never get to give my opinions. Like, yes, you do. <laughs> you give your opinion quite a lot.
1: When you see this on the stage, like. It would be funny,
0: like, I think, on the stage. So,
1: so funny to see it
0: <laughs> I like Pantia, yeah, to be honest. I really do. Okay, so now the maid comes in. Don Arturo's here to sort out some legacies. We don't meet him as a character. That's that's fine. We don't need to worry about that. Um and some, uh, Amelia and Martirio talk, and they say Adelaide wasn't at the funeral, which is odd, I guess, but I mean, don't worry too much about each individual sister. Only only one or two of them are really important. Um I think Adelaide is irrelevant, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, we only have to care about Angustias and Adela.
0: And maybe a little bit Martirio, maybe, in one scene, more or less. The others are irrelevant. Um, I forgot Adelaide was even a character, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they tell these stories about, oh, well, she's scared of her mother, and then they tell some story about Cuba, Adelaide's father, and... Um, you know, he killed his first wife's first husband so he could marry her. And they say, well, all this kind of stuff and men can get away with this. So men, men are violent and they can do what they want and they cover up for each other and they get away with it. There's almost a lawless kind of society. Um, but they do mention, however, that in the past there was a guy, Enrique Humanes, who did like Martirio possibly, but then he married someone else. And now she's sad. Here's a nursing line from Martirio about women. All they, oh, sorry, about men. All they care about is land, oxen, and a docile little bitch, docile little bitch to dish up their food. So that's sad. <laughs> but to be fair, from the men we meet, and um, that does seem to be accurate. <laughs> so sadly, they are not wrong. Um, but the man, the girl, the guy that he married in the end, you know, he married a girl who was ugly but rich. So. There's a theme about that as well, because that's about to happen. And I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here. It's a bit of a spoiler, but Angustias is, is also not attractive. and She's the oldest, but she's rich. So that's, that's the repetition there.
1: Okay.
0: okay. Magdalena can in and they just talk a little bit about embroidering again. Nothing really. Magdalena's not that important either. And here's the bit where you mention Adela has put on the green dress. I didn't notice that detail, um, but now you've mentioned it to me. So, green is death. Okay.
1: To feed the chickens?
0: She goes out to feed the chickens, and she's mirthful and happy and runs around singing to the chickens, and chickens look at me, and it's. I thought she was a bit weird, but fun, and she's the youngest one, so you let her away with a bit of silliness, I suppose.
1: Yeah, she's 20. But the thing, the important thing here, I think... I'm going
0: to say again is the, the green dress. Okay. And it's at this point that they emphasize the other sisters say Pepe Romano wants to marry Diaz but only for her money. So they, they talk about that. Um, it's not made explicit at this point. And Adela comes in and they all talk about the chickens have had a good look at her and they kind of joke around and they say, mother will tear your hair out again. They seem to say that a lot. and um, They're all afraid of the mother, basically. Um adela is surprised that pepe still wants to marry angustias when my delena talks to her about it and um, so that's potentially a, a little interesting detail there as well and um, but adela talks about breaks into angry tears i don't want to be shut in this high you know this high the dies is a prison basically um, and she's like I'm gonna put on my green dress and go out for a walk and the maid kind of says you shouldn't go out You're, you know and they are meant to be a morning The dad has been buried the day before to be fair so maybe give it a couple days before you start going out and chasing men and doing whatever else. Um so that yeah that's that's fair enough I suppose. Pepe's on his way down the street, Nadella says it's of no interest to in me. I think she's lying. Okay, they mention now when Bernarda and Poncia come in, they mention again that a lot of money was left to Angustias by her father. So I think she has a different father from the others. There are and, two
1: different fathers Angustias yeah. from the one that died. Um, Bernardo married a new man that is
0: yeah. the father the other four so Angustias is the only one who's going to do well essentially and Angustias basically says well the man who died wasn't my father so I'm getting made up and going out and Bernardo says look he was still good to you though which is fair enough um, but then Bernardo calls her a hypocrite and a jezebel and, and wipes her makeup off roughly and you know tells her to get out and again Poncia tries to say look calm down well, she always kind of puts in a good word for the daughters and sort of says, like, relax, you know, to Bernarda. She has some influence with her, even though she's her employer. And Bernarda's always striking the floor with her stick and shouting at people and they're all afraid of her. And now we meet the mother, well, the grandmother, I guess, Maria Josefa. And she basically says, none of these girls are ever going to get married. Uh, I'm going to get married before any of them do, basically. So she's 80 years old. <laughs> and she never gets to meet anyone anyway. She's trapped in one room. And they all throw her back in the bed. I mean, it literally ends with they all seize the old woman. Like, they're rough with her. Like, I don't like that.
1: Just imagine being there and hear your grandmother saying, like, I'm going to get married before you. You're going to be single forever.
0: Yeah. And that's the end of Act 1.
1: Curtain. Yes.
0: Okay. Act 2, we open with some of the daughters talking again, Angustias some martirio They're they're just doing embroidery and they're cutting things up and they're preparing materials and dresses and whatever else for the wedding. Um, That's all women ever do in these plays, to be honest. It's just constant, constant, constant embroidery. Um, They mentioned, here's a very important detail. They heard horses leaving around 4 o'clock. So there seems to be a strange thing in this society where a man courts a woman by going to her window at the middle of the night on his horse and talking to her. And yeah. that's so weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, think again about the, the horse as we saw him Blood Weddings.
0: Yes, again, right. he's on the horse. Now, to be fair, they do say he's not going to random windows. They will have already spoken before via go-betweens and kind of arranged it. So they'll be aware that they like each other. You know, men are just going up to random girls houses on their horse. Um but he's staying very late, so that's curious. Um, because actually, I don't know if it's now or in a few moments, but we find out that Angus Diaz, who he's going to speak to, was not aware that he was still around that late, so.
1: I mean, I suppose that all the, the daughters were awake, just waiting about what is going to happen with the, with the sisters.
0: I don't know how they're not all like suffering from sleep deprivation um, because no one they're all staying up to 4am and then they're getting up early to embroider so I don't know one's ever sleeping and <laughs> um, Poncia tells stories about her husband and how you know she was um when the guy would get closer and say come here let me feel you and all this kind of stuff and the girls are all kind of squeamish about these kind of details like you know it's they're
1: when afraid of what,
0: in what's school. that
1: what you read that in the Spanish is even funnier because they said like in a re- really like mm, rural way to talk.
0: Right.
1: So it's like, yeah, he's not too 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 much smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Okay. That doesn't translate and um, then they mentioned that she nearly pulled his eye out once and she hit him a few times so she kept that's how all women should be keep him in control which i'm really against until i see what the men are actually like in this world and i'm like yeah maybe someone needs to keep them in control and hit them a slap from time to time because that's they're all horrible um and there's a little bit of chatter about some of the sisters being jealous um about the wedding so that's interesting and some of them aren't sleeping. Adela, in particular, seems to be not sleeping. And my and Martirio talk about that.
1: And who's Adela? Because she's not only awake, she's half naked and with a candle in the window, so Pepe can see her from the outside.
0: Yes, she's in the window. Um, I don't know if, I I mentioned here or in a moment or two, but yeah, she's hanging around the window, half naked. So let's let's skip ahead a little bit here because we've basically we've put all the puzzle pieces in. Pepe is leaving Angustias's window around one o'clock, and then the other sister's in the window, half naked, and he's going over and talking to her until four o'clock. We're talking. We'll we'll, we'll elaborate on that in a moment. Um, So there we go. She's stealing her sister's fiance, essentially, or her half sister, or whatever you want to call it. Um, Which is not good sibling conduct. It's interesting that these girls are so petty that they will steal men from their own sisters, though. So obsessed with um, the need need to get married and have kids. And Adela starts saying, you know, my body will be given to whoever I choose and all this kind of thing. So she is trying to be a strong character, I suppose. And Poncia says she's behaving like a child however and Poncia knows what's going on and she just says control yourself and you know he's going to marry Angus Diaz. this is God's law don't get involved, don't do anything with them um, and we want to be in a respectable household, I'm not going to be besmirched to my old age and all this kind of stuff and Adela says keep your advice to yourself basically and Angus Diaz comes in and says "Oh, you're arguing as usual and Poncia covers for Adela and says it was a bit perfume so she doesn't want to reveal anything just yet um, and now would you believe they talk about uh, clothing again bridal sheets and petticoats and embroidery and um, so they really love their embroidery there's
1: the only thing they
0: can do in that house. yeah it's the it's the only thing that all six of these women can do but my delana the lazy one says she's no intention of sewing a single stitch for anyone's family or anyone else's baby's bonnets um and that's the end of it and the men get to go out to work and kind of feel like she would rather have been a man and um, it's almost implied okay there's a lot of chitter-chatter here but nothing really happens until well they had the worst punishment is be born a woman there we go that, that's the line I was looking for a chorus Lorca uses the chorus better than Shakespeare because the chorus is very important in Greek plays and um, we don't really have it so much in modern plays in a couple of plays Shakespeare tries to use it And he opens the scene with it and then just forgets all about them. And it's terrible. It's it's, it's terrible with the chorus. Lorca doesn't seem to use them a lot, but they appear here. And they just kind of hear them singing outside or whatever. And they they sing two little stanzas, two refrains, and then they're gone. And that's kind of like how the chorus would have been used in a more minimalist role in, for example, um, Menander late period Greek comedy. But anyway, we don't need to get into that. Um, I was happy to see the chorus. So
1: there we go. But you have also the, the chorus in, for example, Blood Weddings, where the girls are talking. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just here it specifically says chorus rather than the girl, because they're, they're singing together. The girls are all talking one by one, and it's slightly different, but yeah. And the girls annoyed me in the wedding, though. Anyway. Uh, I don't like things that don't advance the plot usually, but I was happy to see a chorus. So we're going to race through this. We're almost done. Um, again, they talk about voices in the yard at night time. So just more details about this. Martirio um, and Amelia have a little confrontation now. Basically, everyone suspects everyone, and everyone knows that something's happening. And all of a sudden, now angustia says, "My picture of my of Pepe, my betrothed. The picture's gone." And Bernarda comes in and, "What's all the fuss? Who's taking the picture?" And Poncia is kind of like, should I say something? Should I not? She knows some stuff's going on. And, you know, she's trying not to say anything. Turns out it's not Adela who's taken the picture. It's actually I Martirio. What's right?
1: I thought that was Adela.
0: Yeah, it's Martirio who took the picture. She also likes Pepe. So three of these five daughters are in love with Pepe. The only eligible bachelor in the whole place. Adela starts talking about punishing people by stripping them naked and putting them in the river and the mother calls her depraved and they have a wicked tongue and all this kind of stuff. Um, it's not, not the correct way for these kind of chaste women to be thinking, I suppose. But Poncia confirms, you know, it's Angustias that he's going to marry and Bernarda says, go on, you know, you get the knife sharpened for me. She kind of knows that Poncia knows something else. Um, Poncia can't win here because when she speaks out, she gets accused of, you know, betraying the family. And then when she doesn't speak out, it's like, well, it's only because you've got nothing to say anyway. You were wrong. And it's like, well, okay, she's not going to win this argument then. And um, let's just let Bernarda have her way. She's a, you know, a tyrant anyway. Um, but Poncia tries to tell her there is something going on here. Just look around yourself and think about it. Don't necessarily make me say things that you're not going to believe anyway, but look around yourself you know and and keep an eye on your daughters and bernarda eventually says from now on i'm taking complete control of everything that's going on in the house so she's going to be even more of a tyrant than she's previously been okay so we're about to wrap up act two and how does that two end is basically what i've said except the key detail is Angustius says, oh no, he leaves me around one, not four, so that's when this bit happens, and then they say, oh, and he goes to a different window now, he doesn't go to your window Angustias. does he go to a different window? No. Oh, it's Adela's window, and then she's half naked, and all these details come out um, as Act 2 kind of comes to a close, and Bernarda's now going to really step up and and take care of things, Um, and the sisters have all kind of fallen out, and that's a little bit Sad. The very last page of Act Two is really sad though. So I don't know if you're if you remember this. Um basically they mention just some other neighbor. Some other neighbor was pregnant and no one knew who the father was. Okay. So they kill come and kill her. They kill this pregnant girl. And Adela is shocked and she's like, What? No, don't 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 kill her. Like, I hope someone helps her. I hope someone saves her. Why would, they, why would they kill this per pregnant girl? And Bernarda says, well, that's all she deserves, so kill her anyway. And we're thinking, why is Adela so worried? Maybe she's been doing more than just talking to Pepe.
1: Yeah, only talking.
0: <laughs> For three hours every night. So.
1: But, yeah. yeah. It's so, so shock, really, reading, reading that. Yeah, the, kid, the pregnant woman, but Because even like I...
0: hasn't slept with Pepe, only Adela has, as far as we know, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. So, I
1: mean, Poncia said something to Adela before this, uh, like Pepe is going to marry Angustias. But, you know, Angustias is so weak and she's going to die soon. Yes. after her death, Pepe is going to marry you. So don't be afraid. You're going to get married.
0: It's a good strategy because she'll inherit the money as well. All the money from Angustias will go to Pepe and then go to Adela. She'll get the man and the money and everything will be happy. She's got to wait a few years.
1: Yeah, of course it's a good, a good strategy, but I mean you're kidding your system.
0: <laughs> so let's race through at three real quick. We open with the friend Prudentia, who's not important, talking to Bernarda, they're catching up a little bit. Um, and then they they sort of say that the ring that was given to Angustias isn't good enough because it's pearl, it's um it's, it should be diamonds, but it's only pearls, because that's the kind of thing that's really important to society. Um well, we skip the, the sisters are still arguing with the picture and things like that, and Bernard is trying to make everyone think they've got family harmony, and what time did Pepe leave at last night, and just more of the same details we've, we've talked about, really. Um. So it's getting dark, and they talk about how dark it is at night, and they're all going to go to sleep, but we wonder, well, are they really going to go to sleep? And of course, it turns out that no, we do a kind of comical sequence where they're all staying up because they all want to go out to see Pepe, so... Adela is going to sneak out and, and things like that. Uh, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but basically they they um, go down to get a glass of water and it turns out Poncia is on guard and Bernard is initially on guard as well They until they get everyone to go to sleep. But um, eventually Adela does sneak down um, to get her a glass of water and Poncia is kind of there with the maid at this point waiting for her because they they know what's going to happen. She's really going down to see Pepe. And it's interesting, Angustias has gone to bed, because Pepe's told her he can't make it tonight. He's got some business. But actually, he's still going to meet Adela. So that's even worse than before. And Maria Josefa, the granny, comes in and she's got a lamb, and she thinks the lamb is her baby, and she's a bit crazy. (laughs) And I don't know what's going on there. A
1: mix between drama? Like, you're Guessing what is going to happen with Adela, Angustias, and Pepe. And then we have Poncia, Maria Josefa. Yes.
0: Maria Josefa's crazy. I don't know why she's really in the play, to be honest. Uh, She says she knows it's a lamb, but why can't a lamb be a baby? I've got nothing else. And she really hates Martirio for some reason. (laughs) She she says um, Bernard is a leopard. Sorry, it's not Martirio. My Delena. My Delena's a hyena. And Bernard is a leopard face.
1: Bernardo, cara de leoparda. Magdalena, cara de llena. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: okay, okay. And Martirio drags her back to bed. Um, and that's, that's that. But the old granny knows that they're all in love with the same man. So she even she's figured that out. And she tells them that. You all love him, but he'll eat you up. So Adela and Martirio argue because they realize that Martirio likes him as well, because she took the photo. They know Adela likes him. She's coming in covered in straw because she's actually been rolling in the hay with him. And then Martirio says that, you know, that that's going to bring shame on the family. And Adela says, let him marry Angustias Diaz and then just keep me in a separate house and come and have sex with me when he needs to basically. And it's like, wow. Okay. You would do that to your own sister. Like that's crazy. So how does the play end? Again, quite tragically. They're all yeah. arguing and Adela wants to go out and see Pepe. What's
1: her? The end is so, so strong. So
0: Yeah. Bernarda comes in to, you know, what's all the ruckus and she finds out what's happening. Adela's been sleeping in the riverbed and things like that and in the, in the reeds with Pepe. So Bernarda says, okay, where's the gun? <laughs> and Bernarda goes out with the gun and fires the gun. And Martirio... Interestingly, she says, Well, that's Pepe done for, which they think Pepe's dead. So Adela runs off. And then she says, nah, I'm only joking. he's already dead. She shot the gun and missed, and Pepe ran away on his horse. So don't worry. Pepe's not dead. But Adela doesn't know that. So Martirio's little prank caused Adela to run into a room. They hear a thud, and Adela has committed suicide, I guess. Off stage. Yes. And um, because of Martirio's joke. So that's very sad. Um not even showing any sadness as such. Bernardo just insists my daughter died immaculate. She was still a virgin. No one should ever know that she slept with Pepe. And Angustia still needs to get married. And everything. We're keeping our appearances. We're keeping up, um, you know, her reputation.
1: Yes. And it's so, so shocked seeing the, this last part when Bernardo is saying, like, silence. I said silence. yeah. Because- it's shouting in the middle of the stage the do you think that
0: Angustias and Pepe still get married or does Pepe run off on his horse and never come back
1: <laughs> do you want Bernard as a mother-in-law
0: no but I'm just wondering what if he still wants Angustias' money or I don't know maybe he'll take Martirio and Adela's gone who knows it's a good play though I really really enjoyed it I love the romantic ending of course
1: which one do you prefer um, I, I, think know.
0: I love both of those I think I prefer slightly the first one um, I also loved Yerma but from the four I think maybe Daniel Rosita was my favourite of the four I know um, you've not read it
1: No, I have to read it I have to read a lot of, of Lorca um, Who do you hate most? Um, Leonardo or Bernardo?
0: That's interesting. I think I don't like... I don't like Leonardo, but Bernardo's such a... Like, Leonardo's not maybe good to his wife. But at the same time, the the bride is the one who takes him away and he goes along with it. Whereas Bernarda is a tyrant to five daughters and her mother and her servant. Like, she's very unlikable. I think it's got to be her. She's
1: really evil. Yes. Yeah. Well... I hate more Bernarda, but... Maybe it's one of my favorite characters. In yeah, she's the- good.
0: Dumping her stick until one of the daughters breaks the stick near the end, I forgot to mention. Um, but we're almost out of time. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me the book as well, or giving me the book. I really enjoyed them. The plays were so good that maybe well have been Lorca. <laughs> okay,
1: thank you.
0: <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinns.